This is the Saucer Afterlife listener feedback segment, mini episode, whatever we call it, for the zine scene, um, Alan Greenfield's para-ufologist. And like most zine scene episodes, there isn't a huge amount of feedback. People seem to like them, but people don't necessarily have a lot to say about them, which is honestly not something I'm too worried about. So first up from the uh, the Chizo Media Patreon at patreon.com slash Chizo Media, we have Kirk who says, I agree that Greenfield is an interesting fellow. To your knowledge, did he publicly express any of his interest in the magical or occult approach to UFOs back in his zine days? Or did he only reveal that side of himself later on? So I've not done a super extensive read through of every magazine that Greenfield put out, but some of them were much more focused on magical or occult or philosophical topics rather than UFOs. And in some of them, particularly the alternate horizons newsletter, which was running as far as I can tell, some of these files don't have dates on them, but I think alternate horizons was running sort of um, parallel to the para-ufologist. Um, Alternate Horizons was um, the official publication, it says, of the Foundation for Philosophic Advancement, so not a, uh, a UFO organization as such, as, as much as any of these as any of these organizations that people put together are, you know, super, you know, detailed and everything like that. But the Alternate Horizons newsletter was um, sort of dedicated to looking at the AR theory or the alternate reality theory. And so this is kind of like the not too different from the ultra-terrestrial hypothesis that people like John Keel put forward and things like that. So there's one um, sort of passage in the first issue of the Alternate Horizons newsletter, where Greenfield talks about um, some thoughts he has on the alternate reality theory or hypothesis. And I think some of these are kind of interesting from a um, sort of broader look at what uh, Greenfield will talk about over the wider course of his career. He says, for example, Many of the counts of contact or near contact seem to be true to the extent that they are reasonably accurate subjective accounts of actual experiences of one kind or another. But there are amazing but relevant indications that these experiences, while accurate so far as the witness is concerned, and while having objective external stimuli, are viewed within the context of the observer's own background experience. Also, there is the distinct possibility that some amount of willful deception may be involved. And he also uh, points out sort of in a similar vein in a, a Q&A section about the alternate reality theory. The Q, the, sorry, the question is, is the AR theory science or mysticism? And Greenfield replies, science. While on the surface, the AR theory might seem to imply a mystical attitude. To the contrary, it is an attempt to explain in objective scientific terms various phenomena previously relegated to mysticism and cultism. The AR theory firmly recognizes the basic concepts of logic and fixed reality, but maintains that if we are to fully understand the objective nature of reality, we must have an expanded frame of reference, a broader view. Now, this isn't necessarily explicit, explicitly mystical, magical, 
what have you. Um, and in, in, in this latter case seems to turn away from that kind of, um, kind of definitively. But at the same time, I think you can sort of see a trajectory of where, uh, of where some of this might be going. But in the publications I've looked at, um, he, he does sort of stick to UFO type things in the UFO magazines. Uh, there are other zines he put out that might have been a little more, um, magical, mystical, what have you. But, um, at this point, he's keeping these things a bit more separate than he would later in books like um, Secret Cipher of the Euphonauts and the Rituals of the Men in Black book, for example. So, But again, like I said, I think you can sort of sense a trajectory, although it might be the sort of trajectory where you, you don't know you're sensing it until you, you look at it from the other direction, if that makes sense. Not an entirely satisfying answer, I will admit. Uh, Black Wolf on Twitter says, I enjoyed this episode because it seemed that the Greenfield persona was pretty fully formed by the early 70s. Yeah, I agree. In addition to sort of seeing a trajectory of where his uh, his thoughts and ideas and things might be, uh, might be headed, at least in retrospect, there is a uh, definite irreverence toward the subject. A very good sense of humor. The the UFO presenter or um, that story that we looked at is a prime example of that. Yeah, I can I can hear Greenfield's voice and, and the voice I recognize from you know the last few years uh, hearing him at conferences and presentations and things. I, I can hear that voice saying the things that are in these newsletters and magazines. Absolutely. So thanks for that feedback. Feedbook, feedback, and I just wanted to give a, a little preview of what's coming up in the next few weeks with uh, Morris K. Jessup and then the broader Philadelphia experiment and then the Montauk Project sort of sequence of episodes. I'm still not sure how long or how many episodes that's going to comprise, at least two, maybe three. Um, and one of the things that's really interesting is seeing how the Morris K. Jessup aspect of it has changed as I've worked on the research and background for this. Um, I was going to go through all of Jessup's books, not just the one that you know gets tied into the Philadelphia Experiment stuff, but I, I don't know. It just seems like there's just too much um, once we get into uh, the mysterious Carl M. Allen slash Carlos Allende. Um, the pronunciation of his name is kind of a... Um, a sticking point for some writers. It's it's an interesting little side note. But anyway, that's coming up. I think it's going to be pretty good. It's going to be one of those episodes where I'm going to have to have numerous disclaimers that, yes, I know there are, you know, A, B, C, D, E things that I could be talking about or talking about in more depth. But honestly, the entire Philadelphia Experiment saga could be an entire podcast series. I'm not sure I could handle listening to an entire podcast series just about the Philadelphia experiment, but boy, it's uh, it's a doozy. And that's before you even get into the stuff that starts going in the 1990s. So next week, it's going to be, if you're listening to this in real time, or maybe immediately, if you've got a few of these stacked up, it's going to be Morris K. Jessup, um, Carl M. Allen slash Carlos Allende, and 
just the the genesis of all of this. We've got the Borderlands Science Research Associates folks. We've got some Gray Barker. We've got John Keel running around, and I've got massive amounts of credits and um, acknowledgments to um, to provide for um, help in finding materials that uh, I would not have been able to otherwise. So it's going to be fun, and I'm looking forward to it, and I hope you are too. Well, thanks a lot for listening. Um, we'll be back next time, and we'll talk to you later.